0: Welcome to Autism Weekly, the podcast that discusses autism news, current events, and inclusion. Each week we welcome a guest to the program to share their unique perspective and expertise as it relates to the fascinating world of autism. I'm your host, Jeff Skabitsky. I'm the founder and president at ABS. I've been in the field of autism and applied behavior analysis as a clinician and advocate for nearly two decades. This week, we welcome Rachel and Laura Dukas to the podcast to discuss autism representation in the media. Rachel and Laura are a writer-producer-sister team based in New York. They are in the pre-production stage for a movie titled The Ryan Express, which is a family drama that features an autistic sixth grader in the lead role. The film illustrates the true magic that autistic children bring to the world. I'm really excited to learn more and get to get some of the details and the background on this project. Laura and Rachel, welcome to the podcast. Thank,
1: thank you, you so much. We're so excited to be here. We love your program. Thank
0: you. Ah, uh, well, thank you. And you know, this story that that you guys are creating, I I want to kind of get to the the root of it. Is what is the story about? How did you how did you come across the the story about the Ryan Express and this this truly? Uh, kind of interesting, unbelievable uh, sixth grade child who has such a cool story to tell.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, I I think um, our interest in this story really began when uh, one of our families was honored by the Best Buddies organization, which I'm sure you know of. It's an amazing organization uh, built by Anthony Kennedy Shriver. And uh, that really piqued our interest to, I guess, the life experience of those with developmental disabilities. We got involved in a few local organizations um, when we were in high school and college to try and really understand how we can uh, bridge the gap and create inclusivity in the film world. Because, you know, growing up, we noticed, especially in high school, there was such a stigma against those with disabilities. They -hmm. they were always taken to a separate room to learn, you know, a separate area to eat their lunch. And and something something about that just didn't feel right.
0: Mm -hmm. So
1: um, over the years, you know, we became more interested in bridging that gap. And as writers, we just we wanted to create a world where the community rallies for those with developmental disabilities instead of trying to push them away, and and that's really where our story uh, begins, and that that's pretty much why we wrote it.
0: Right, the the backdrop to that I think is very important because when you look at autism stories that have made the media. Or movies and films is that they're they're often sensationalized, is that you have um, the the savants of the community, you have those with severe disabilities, whereas the Ryan Express doesn't seem to hit that. It hits hit some a child who has a lot of very what would almost be normalized behavior. Right. But socially and emotionally, there was a gap. Can you tell us about the story, sure. main character? Sure. Um, our film is about an autistic sixth grader who,
2: with the help of his family, builds a time machine in hopes of fixing a mistake that really changed his life forever. And though made of little more than cardboard scraps and things that you'd find around the house, it's real to him. And it's, it's a family drama with the backdrop of America's favorite pastime, baseball, our protagonist, Robbie, was provoked by a bully on the baseball field. As a result, um, he acted uncontrollably, which ended up getting him kicked off the team. And basically, Robbie then spends all his time dreaming up ways to get himself back on the team in time to play in the championship game. He's incredibly interested in science and after an experiment in class, he devises a plan to build his own time machine and it really is a, um, a healing experience for him and it also gives the community the opportunity to rally for him and help him heal. And, you know, this story, it's, it's not based on a specific person in our life. It's loosely uh, based on the interactions we've had with those in the autistic community and an overall desire to change the way we view those with developmental disabilities.
0: Yeah. And even if it's not specifically somebody's story that they're telling, is that I can, I can sense that this is not an atypical challenge for a lot of kids especially children um, who may be, identify as autistic just because that social part of being able to understand and reason at the moment or slow down before responding so quickly um, is a challenge. Uh, did, when you were doing the research for the film, is, is that something that was echoed by the community as far as, you know, this is real. These emotional responses are, are hard to dampen.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, when we were writing at first, it was so incredibly difficult for us to get inside Robbie's head to really understand that process of, of needing to slow down and, and, you know, the, the responses that, that they have. And, you know, of course, along with our writing partner, JV Hart, we've done a tremendous amount of research. We all happen to know uh, autistic children through friends and family and, uh, you know, we have our own life experience, but what is it really like for a young boy with autism being surrounded and sort of singled out by his friends, by um, members, you know, of of the faculty? What what does that really feel like? And and there's a level of creativity that comes into play, but there's also a desire for, you know, a deeper understanding. And I really believe that that's what we've done here. You know, the story's authentic. It shows shows parts of the autistic experience that Many people may not be comfortable with, but you know, mm-hmm. the, the autistic community and those who love them will be proud to see that aspects of their life experiences are worthy of a film, you know, are are worthy of a story. So
0: No, and and it definitely feels that way. And and the story that you're portraying is definitely a story that more people should hear. When you went about trying to find the actor for this film, the characteristics that you've already described, the, the hyper focus of I'm going to get this time machine built, the challenge of being able to move past an event without it being very consuming, um, the ability to problem solve at the moment, were these characteristics that that your actor resonated with and understood how to portray. Uh, you don't see a lot of people with autism in the the film industry as actors and so this is unique.
1: Wow yeah and I'm so glad you asked that because for our short film which uh, we created as sort of a te- uh, sort of a teaser to the Rhine Express we were working with a casting director that our director at the time pushed for she was fantastic, very well known. She worked on shows like Homeland, but you know, even with all of that, we noticed through that you know that casting process that the actors were portraying Robbie in a very
2: insensitive way,
1: borderline insensitive way. And mm-hmm. for example, like cookie cutter ideas of of what an autistic boy would do that. That just did not feel right, and uh, thankfully for you know that for that project, we ended up finding a fantastic actor who really did a phenomenal job. But for the Ryan express we 're working with a new director, Sean McNamara, who is completely comfortable um, casting an autistic boy for our lead and and the question really you know that we asked ourselves was, how can you tell a story about a community without their direct involvement and and that's really. That's really it, thankfully, you know the film world has changed a lot since we produced our first uh, our, our short film, but um, I mean, you could just tell by the amount of content that's coming out there, like you know Peter and Butter Falcon, who had a, a boy who had a developmental disability, excuse me, and uh, he was the lead, and mm-hmm. he did a tremendous job, and I believe he was nominated for an Oscar, which yep. is just incredible so um yeah we're just really excited about that and uh, Anthony Kennedy Shriver. You know introduced us to several members of the best buddies who fit the role and and we're we're just so excited actually um one of the uh one of the children who just submitted a tape is a local actor, has a tremendous passion for baseball and uh it's just it, it was incredible. It was as if this story was written for him
0: oh, so, that's amazing and yeah. you know I'm not in the film industry, but I'll tell you is that watching watching movies is the authenticity factor is so important. Yes. And if you have an actor who can feel, live, uh, and really demonstrate the experience, I would imagine that's a hallmark of a great film right from the beginning, is that you have the right people in place. Um, and unfortunately, when you look at the history of films that portray autistic individuals, it's the rarity. It, it isn't common. And there's no reason it shouldn't be. What was, it, what was the experience with the actor on set? Did you see things that were different? Were there different challenges? having an autistic lead actor?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think the common misconception and and what people tend to be afraid of, which I don't understand, but I, I think it is a lack of understanding. So uh, and a sort of fear. So some of the producers and directors that we considered for our current project now, the feedback that we received was Oh, it will be uncontrollable. I don't know if we if we'll be able to control a a child like that on set. You know, we'd ask them, "Well, have you ever done it before?" And the answer was always no. Mm-hmm. So you know, how can you have this judgment of right. someone or or an experience that you've never had? So that was that was really uh, disheartening to us in the beginning. Like I said, we've even worked with uh, production assistants in the past who have had autism and uh they're just a pleasure to work with i mean they're so detail-oriented timely i mean obviously everyone's different they have their own qualities but i will say that working with them is an absolute pleasure i think it should be done more often and the film world should definitely definitely make an effort to provide opportunities to those with autism directly seek them out get them more involved
0: yeah. And I mean, just the idea that there are strengths that probably other actors don't have that uh, an individual with autism might be bringing, whether it's the consistency, whether it's the work ethic, whether it's the perseverance, or in this case, the authenticity to what they're demonstrating. It's, it's something that um, I, I'm glad that you all took that step. Now, you mentioned families, though, is that this is a family story. And one of, the, one of the things that I've learned over the years of being a clinician, and especially as an advocate, is the toll that it takes on families at times, just being able to raise a child that maybe you don't always have a good understanding of how they're perceiving the world around them, because it wasn't your personal experience. Um, how did you involve families in, in the making of the film? Or is there a component to that to really understand how that piece of the film rallied around the child to really support him in the community.
1: I mean, I think what we did a little differently with our project is um, sort of what we were saying before was, you know, a lot of the content out there, they don't show a lot of the time the true struggles at home, which we wanted to dive deep into. You know, the outbursts, sometimes even violence against other family members, the impact of a simple change in routine—we're—we're we're not seeing that, and um, and I think that uh, when we did interview several families, and when we did, you know, um, because we spent some time with families, just you know, observing and uh, seeing the dynamic there, and uh, also a lot of families were generous enough to loan us uh, diary entries of you know some of the worst experiences of uh, when they felt completely hopeless. Um, they felt that they couldn't help their child in in moments of extreme, you know, response. And we, we sort of see this film as a love letter to them. So um, we want to honor the sacrifices that they make for their children. And we also want to honor the children themselves and show that, you know what, this is not an easy thing. We cannot We cannot sugarcoat this. This is not an easy thing to deal with for anyone
0: involved. I think your experience is very similar to what I've been seeing um, my whole career is that the families are resilient and you actually see a closer knit family because it takes every component of that family to be that support system, not just for the child, but for the entire family to continue to operate. So mm-hmm. it it is something easy to kind of fall into and say, wow, I'm, I'm in admiration of this family unit. Or, you know what, I, I empathize with what they're feeling, which as a filmmaker is probably that emotion piece that it's easy to kind of say, okay, well, I know what I want to do with the family yeah. because that emotion is pure. It's raw. I know what they're feeling. And I can't wait to see what that looks like in your film just because with what um, Robbie was going through, being kicked out of his sport, um, having to fight his way back on um, and being bullied is that there has to be a very strong emotional connection of all those characters. Um, and I think that that's a very important piece. Do you, do you feel like this film has a chance to be that advocacy component for, for the community or is it going to be eye-opening for people to be able to see and understand that autism is not so different for everybody it's not this characterization it's a real person and they're individuals
1: oh totally definitely and that's our goal you know we we want people to look at this family in in awe and and uh and just have a deeper understanding of their experience and one thing that rachel and i were discussing you know it's it's interesting because robbie has a dream to go back in time and you know, who in the world doesn't wish that they could relive a moment or change something from their past. But the difference is Robbie is actually bold enough to dream it and actually gets closure for her for himself.
2: You know, mm-hmm. there,
1: there's not many people who do that in, in their own lives. And it's incredibly brave. And we can all learn from that. People who aren't on the spectrum will look at him, we're hoping, and will say, wow, what a brave kid. You know. Yeah. So- so yeah, we're, we're just hoping to create a character, a family dynamic that, that people can love and, and uh, something that will create a deeper understanding of the, of, uh, the experience.
0: And I think what, what you said there is powerful. Um, the idea that inclusion also means that we're learning from everybody in our community is that this autistic child, Robbie, his story, the way he went about trying to tackle a mistake he made and his perseverance to make it better somehow or learn from it or be able to do something differently is something that you know all of us should be learning from we should never stop learning and it takes this this idea coming out of a from an autistic child being able to show us how to make a dream real <laughs> which is it's it's almost like that child uh, naivety at times of you know, life doesn't have to be so challenging all the time. We can fix things. And we all need that in our life at the moment is, you know, take a step back. There's no reason that life can't be whole again. Let's go back and and learn from what we did. So, And I guess that's my take on inclusion is that we should be learning from everybody. But how do you see what this film is spreading as far as awareness and inclusion and the ability to be able to make sure that everybody has a chance to be a contributor in every walk of life.
2: Well, I think um, our decision to cast an autistic actor um, was really a step in the right direction. And it, you know, it brings out a, a very different perspective and we, like as we were talking about before, we get to see more of the family dynamic and the sacrifices that are made on a, a daily basis, but we, you know, we also get to see the um, the real magic that these children bring to the world. So I think that will definitely help with um, spreading awareness and really giving people a, a, a new perspective on this.
0: Mm-hmm. And do you think that when when the film is released? is that I could I'm just imagining in my own head looking at families sitting there and connecting to Robbie because Robbie seems like everybody's child. <laughs> it seems like it could be anyone. So like you have this family watching it. What are you hoping that is the sentiment that they're feeling? What is what is it that the parents of a child with autism when they go out to watch this movie, what do you want them to walk away with?
2: Right. I mean, we really want um, these families to feel a deeper connection um, to their children. And also, we want to generate appreciation for the families who love those with autism. So we're hoping, you know, to, to help on all of those uh, different levels.
0: Yeah. And, and just the idea of not stifling the dream. The mm-hmm. way that you guys were talking earlier is the, the, the way that the child was able to take a dream, and build this spacecraft to make his dream real to go out and live it it 's almost a, a teaching lesson for all of us as parents that don 't don 't stop our child 's dream help them to encourage it because they 're exploring something. It could be a thought, could be an idea, um, it could be some resiliency that they 're wanting to get through but we shouldn't be stifling it. We should be encouraging it. And I think that that's one thing that we can all learn is that it might sound awkward. It might not look like the way I'd go about it, but it's fulfilling a need and it's giving back to everybody involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so when does this movie come out? When do, when can I get out and see the Ryan express? What is the, what's the timeline now?
2: Right. So we had to push our dates back um, due to COVID, but right now we're on the calendar to shoot in October.
0: Okay and um and so that that means that you have your your casting figured out. It sounds like you have this wonderful lead actor you got the the story sounds like a wonderful story um, for those that are are waiting to get out there and and kind of be able to see the movie after it 's produced and it sounds like the start of the productions october is that wh- where can we learn more in between where Where can we follow the information to know? A little bit more about the story and educate ourselves and get the word out
2: sure so you can visit the ryanexpressmovie.com and you can check out our team get mm-hmm. involved and you know we're always looking for more input from families um, you can donate to the project reach out to us we'd love to hear uh, from your listeners
0: Okay, well, you know I, I thank you both for coming on today and being able to talk about everything regarding the movie, and then also just being able to to give a glimpse of where the film industry is going and should be going of being more inclusive in itself and I could tell you for one is i'm super excited to get out there and see the movie mm-hmm. uh, but but more so is that I want to make sure that everybody out who's experiencing autism at all and i mean that's 1 in 54 children which means there's a lot of families a lot of family friends a lot of uh, community leaders that should be out there seeing it as well so i wish you all the best of luck and, and i do appreciate everything that you're doing to to make this uh movie a reality
1: thank you, thank you, so, you much. so much and we really have such tremendous respect for you and your team and and just the positivity that you're bringing to this community thank you so much for all that you do too
0: It's my pleasure. Rachel and Laura took a, a leap that was needed in the industry, was important to do right now, and created a film about a child's experience with autism, but hired an autistic actor. And the authenticity, the ability to be able to really engulf inclusion and make that the forefront of their film is really important. It told the story in a natural way. It's bringing about the fact that children with autism are individuals. They have strengths. They have weaknesses like all of us, but it brought the resiliency. It brought the fact that that we should be really emotionally tying ourselves to somebody's strengths and their abilities. And they did this with their staffing. They did this with their their film and they're, they're doing it with the way they're trying to get the word out there. And I commend them for that. So uh, thank you, Laura and Rachel, for creating this film. And thank you for making sure that inclusion is one of the highest priorities in the filmmaking process. Thank you for listening to Autism Weekly. We hope you tune back in next week to learn more about autism in the real world. Autism Weekly is now found on all the major listening apps, including Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and more. Subscribe to be notified when we post a new podcast. Autism Weekly is produced by ABS. ABS is proud to provide diagnostic assessments and ABA therapy to children with developmental delays like Autism Spectrum Disorder. You can learn more about ABS and the Autism Weekly Podcast by visiting ABSKids, that's plural.com. Thanks for tuning in. See you again next week.